0: It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for his return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. We all know what it feels like to be hopeless with the direction our world is heading. Hopelessness doesn't seem unwarranted, but Pastor J.D. reminds us in today's update that we have a reason to hope. God has the power to turn evil into something that works for His glory. Rest in that knowledge. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on September 19th, 2021.
1: The doctor said, I'm sending you home. I asked him, what are you going to going to give me for COVID? He replied, nothing. I asked him for antibiotics for the COVID. He said, I did not need them. I then asked, would you at the very least give me prednisone since I have asthma and now COVID? He agreed to do that and only that. That doctor sent me home to die like thousands of other people because I was unvaccinated. They all treated me with contempt because I was unvaccinated. I called my own doctor two weeks later, because I was still so sick. And he said I would be okay because I was almost over it. Now, he had been trying to get me to get the vaccine for months. I went home and told my very good friend who used to work with a doctor that still had a medical practice. He told her without treatment and my asthma I would not survive without treatment of the COVID since i had already been sick. He prescribed hydroxychloroquine and a Z-Pack, along with a regimen of vitamins. The medication cost $58, and that's without insurance. I started the medication on Monday and was very sick for three weeks. I couldn't even stand up without passing out. I couldn't eat. I lost my taste and my smell. I couldn't breathe. I had an awful headache that only went away with my migraine medicine and couldn't see (laughs) visually. I lost 23 pounds. As sick as I was, though, my oxygen level never dipped below 90%. But God, I later found out I caught COVID at work, I want you to listen very carefully, from one of seven co-workers, all of whom were vaccinated. I still don't have my smell back, but everything else is great. Praise God. Now, I need you to just bear with me, please. Late, late last night I was praying and seeking the Lord about this, and then early this morning, I woke up a little bit earlier than I usually do on a Sunday morning, and was asking the Lord, and uh, was prompted by the Lord to include this. So I included this just this morning, because it speaks to and answers the question of what is going on? why are people getting so sick? Why are people that have already gotten COVID, not gotten the vaccine, getting so sick? Could it be that it's because they're close in proximity to those who have gotten the vaccine, as we just read from these testimonies? Well picture here is an August 26th article on LifeSite News titled Study Fully Vaccinated Healthcare Workers Carry 251 Times Viral Load Pose Threat to Unvaccinated Patients, Co-Workers. Kindly allow me to quote from this article. A groundbreaking preprint paper by the prestigious Oxford University Clinical Research Group published August 10th in The Lancet includes alarming findings devastating to the COVID vaccine rollout. The study found vaccinated individuals carry 251 times the load of COVID-19 viruses in their nostrils compared to the unvaccinated. While moderating the symptoms of infection, the jab allows vaccinated individuals to carry unusually high viral loads without becoming ill at first. Did you hear that? I'm going to read that again. The jab allows vaccinated individuals to carry unusually high viral loads without becoming ill at first. Oh, that explains it potentially transforming them into pre-symptomatic superspreaders this phenomenon may be the source of the shocking post-vaccination surges in heavily vaccinated populations globally still quoting the paper's authors Chow et al. demonstrated widespread vaccine failure and transmission under tightly controlled circumstances in a hospital lockdown in Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. The scientists studied health care workers who were unable to leave the hospital for two weeks. The data showed that fully vaccinated workers about two months after injection with the Oxford-AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine acquired, carried, and presumably transmitted the Delta variant to their vaccinated colleagues. They almost certainly also passed the Delta infection to susceptible unvaccinated people, including their patients. Sequencing of strains confirmed the workers transmitted SARS-CoV-2 to one another. Thus, we have a key piece to the puzzle, explaining why the Delta outbreak is so formidable. Fully vaccinated, are participating as COVID 19 patients and acting as powerful typhoid Mary style super spreaders of the infection. Vaccinated individuals are blasting out concentrated viral explosions into their communities and fueling new COVID surges. Vaccinated healthcare workers are almost certainly infecting their co-workers and patients, causing horrendous collateral damage. For those who are interested, we did a prophecy update on this back on March 13th of this year. I titled it, The Devil is in the Details. Now this is March, and in it I quoted leading experts in the field, all of whom were saying the same thing. There's going to be a transmission from the jabbed to the unjabbed. And it's going to be down the road, we don't know, maybe six months, a year, 18 months. Okay, let's, let's count, March. April, May, June, July, August, September 6. It's happening, exactly as they said it would. Here's uh, just a, a couple of the quotes from these leading experts, and we have these links online, by the way. The problem I'm talking about is a global problem. It's not an individual getting an adverse event. It's a global problem of making this virus increasingly infectious because we leave it all the time, a chance, an opportunity to escape the immune system and to drive this. So to whip this up to a level where the virus is so infectious that we can even no longer control it, because basically what we are doing is that when we vaccinate somebody, we are turning this person into a potential asymptomatic carrier that is shedding the virus. Here's another quote, the people who have been vaccinated are now sharing mutated viruses with those around them. The mutations are becoming stronger and deadlier. I believe this is why new virus variations are appearing in areas where the vaccine has been given to lots of people. It is the vaccinated individuals who are going to threaten mankind. This is six, seven, eight months ago. It is the vaccinated individuals. They will be a major threat to anyone who has been vaccinated, but they will also be a major threat to the unvaccinated, because the viruses they are shedding are more dangerous than the original one. This is anonymous. I just got off the phone with my nephew's wife. She shared with me about her friends going to Minute Clinic at CVS Long's Kailua. They went in for an antibody test the lady helping them told them, wow, you have a lot of antibodies. She continued the conversation saying she has had a lot of vaccinated people come in for an antibody test and said they had no antibodies, not low antibodies, no antibodies, and went on and said, I can't explain it. This took place in Kailua. Then another family member went to the same clinic to check her antibodies, and she is loaded. She is not vaccinated, but did have COVID a while ago. Can anybody in the medical field explain this? Then a mom and two sisters just got an antibody test at CVS Kailua, and they had natural antibodies from having COVID this summer. The nurse gave them a paper saying that they are good until April of 2022. The nurse also said that she doesn't know how to explain it. But a lot of people who are fully vaccinated are testing to have zero antibodies, and our friend's husband is one of them. Okay, but God, (laughs) I am so thankful for COVID. I had the virus and got the monocolonial antibody infusion by day three. Due to my allergies, I wasn't sure if I could go south on day eight to twelve within 48 hours there was a huge difference, even though my symptoms were minor compared to others. I was able to share the gospel with four people I would have never come across if I didn't get sick. Two, from the infectious disease clinic who gave me the infusion, a cleaning lady my husband sent to our home after my quarantine. Did you hear that husbands? I'll leave that one right there and a contractor to work on our home. The Lord has also used this in my unsaved husband's life. I have showed no fear and had joy through it all. When we got married, we were both lost. Then I came to Christ seven years later. Please pray for Matt and that he will not be left behind. I've been praying for him for 22 years. Yes, Lord, for Matt's salvation. This is from Shelley. I follow you from Pennsylvania. My but God miracle happened in March 2020. But God opened up my spiritual eyes and pulled me from the lukewarm Christian life I was living, and set a fire in my life, and in turn my family's lives. So grateful God turned what was meant for evil into good. And this last one, I kind of saved the best for last. It's from Lee. Thank you for your service, sir. Just a quick note to let you know your work is very valuable. I'm not so great with words, but wanted to thank you. I've been a seeker for many years, and it was one of your videos that sealed the deal for me the one with the monetary system graph. I surrendered that night to Jesus Christ. God bless you. That's what God's doing. What's God doing? That's what God's doing. He's bringing people to Him, people back to Him because of this. This is meant for evil, but God, He takes it, And He makes it to bring people to salvation as only He can. And He's doing it. He's doing it right now. Praise the Lord. I'm sorry I'm yelling and spitting on everybody in the front row. Free water (laughs) baptism sprinkling this week for the front row. I think I made the comment. I remember making a a similar comment uh, more than once since this whole thing started. I, I thank God for this crisis. I thank God for this crisis. People are coming to Christ that would have never otherwise come to Christ had it not been for this. Yeah, but pastor, it's getting kind of scary. I know. <laughs> but God, but God. You know, when we get testimonies like this, it's just a another reminder of how important what we do is, and by the way, this is fruit added to your account. You're a part of this. You're a part of this. God has, in spite of us, certainly in spite of me, deemed fit to take this obscure ministry, this His church on the windward side of Oahu, to literally reach the uttermost parts of the earth. And you're a part of that. And we praise God for that. And that's, this is why we do this. And this is why we've been doing this since, get this, 2006. I'll, I'll let that sink in for just a moment. Somebody help me out here. How many years is that, 15 now? I'm getting no help from my brethren. <laughs> Isn't it right? Is it about 15 years? 15 years, 15 years. And this is why we not only do these updates, but it's also why we end with the gospel and a childlike explanation of salvation by way of the ABCs of salvation. And that's how I want to bring it to a close today. If you'll just give me another couple minutes. What is the gospel? The gospel is found in 1st Corinthians chapter 15, the first four verses. Jesus came, He was crucified, He was buried, and He rose again on the third day. And, as He writes the Apostle Paul to the Thessalonian church, He's coming back again one day. That's the good news, the gospel. What are the ABC's of salvation? Really just a simple explanation very childlike simple. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you're a sinner, that you need a Savior. Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. You might be a good person, but you'll never be good enough. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We were all born sinners. Which is why we must be born again, Jesus said, to enter the kingdom of heaven. Romans 6 23 is interesting because it really packages the good news with the bad news, and the bad news is first. What's the bad news? Oh, the bad news is the wages of sin is death. It's the death penalty. You've all been sentenced to death because of sin. And the good news is this the gift of God eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the good news, the gospel. The B, this is central because the A brings us to the B, believe, and then the B also is an expression of the C, which is to call upon the name of the Lord. The B is for believe in your heart, that Jesus Christ is Lord. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. And the C lastly is for call upon the name of the Lord, or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart, that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved, and here's why. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And lastly, Romans 10.13 seals the deal. It says that all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Not my not could, not should, no will. Will. All. You know you know what all means? I know this is deeply profound. Just bear with me. It means all. <laughs> You're looking up in the original. What, is, what does it mean? All. All have sinned and fall short. All who call. Are you an all? I was an all. I am an all. 40 years ago. Don't do the math. I was five. Actually, I was older, but I was an all, and all I did was call upon the name of the Lord, and I was saved, and I've never looked back. Why don't you stand? Thank you so much for your patience. Oh, how uplifting and encouraging were these testimonies. Lord willing, next week we'll have more. I'm just going to give the Holy Spirit the elbow room on this. and as He leads. I mean, I'm mean i going to share these uh, in the weeks to come, Lord willing. I always want to preface it with Lord willing. I have some that I wanted to include today, but time did not permit. Oh, I can't wait till next week. Why don't we pray, if you would please join with me. Father in heaven, ah, thank You. Thank You Lord. Thank you that no matter how bad it is, it cannot change how good you are. Lord, you are good. Lord, thank you for what you're doing, the good that you're doing, the people that you're saving, the people that you're bringing back to yourself because of all of this. Lord, it's our heart's desire to be a small part of that, and what a privilege it is, first of all, to be alive at this time in human history. As terrifying as it is, it's absolutely exciting, because as we see all of this happening, we know how close we are to that trumpet sounding. Lord, if there's anybody here in this church or watching online that has never called upon you, believing in their heart, putting their trust in you for the forgiveness of sins, I pray that today will be the day of their salvation. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: The Bible, though written long ago, is inspired by our Creator. God chose to speak His truth through ordinary men, but these men had their eyes fixed on their Heavenly Father. Their words hold a great deal of meaning for us in our world today, and maybe more so in the times we're in. Much of the activity of this world is mirrored in the pages of the Bible, and is pointing to a new era that we need to be aware of. In Pastor J.D.'s weekly Mid-East Prophecy Updates, He's been searching the scriptures and the news headlines and sharing with us what he's found. You can access these updates by heading to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking on the YouTube link. Jesus will be returning to the earth soon to judge the evil that has been destroying it. And that return, friends, is drawing closer with each new day. Pastor J.D. tells us through these updates each week where we are in relation to Bible prophecy and how close our Savior's return just might be. No one knows the day or the hour this incredible event will take place, but we know from the Bible that we've been told what to expect in the moments leading up to this event. If we adopt a sense of anticipation in our daily walk with Jesus, we'll also gain with it an urgency to share the gospel message with the world around us.